Don, I was talking about something completely different for like two, two three minutes. <laughs> so you were just you were on a ramble for. Yeah, and you just stopped, and I was like, "Bro, if this motherfucker sees." <laughs> no man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm just a little sweaty right now. It's okay. I hate moving furniture. It's just like the worst thing in the world. I hate moving. I told myself the next you... time I move, I'm yeah. not paying people. So I think like one of the worst parts about moving for me just now um, was getting it through a fucking door. Like it's a big ass like chase, like a one seater, and getting it through what the door was chase? just. They're like like one seater sofas, right? Oh, that's what they're called, right? Aren't they called? Chase? Oh, they're like ottomans. No, that's Ch a table. That's C H A I S E. Oh, a chase. So so a chase is like the attachment that goes on to the end of a sofa. Where okay, where okay, it's okay, like yeah. a, where it's like you can lay down. Yeah, yeah, I get so so it's just like that. It has like one armrest on one side and you know all that. Yeah. But yeah, getting it through a door. Oh, Did you like, have to help, help bro, uh, big man Lee. No, nah, because because Lee's getting surgery tomorrow. Oh yeah, because uh, he's, he's like he, fucked his back up. Fucked his shoulder. Throwing that out. He's playing <laughs> baseball too much or something. What's going on? <laughs> man. Yeah. So I'm excited that like Woody's back because the international. I don't like international breaks when I get. I guess Euro qualification is cool, but I, I actually don't care until like unless a team that should be there isn't gonna be there and it's like last minute, like they have to win this game. Then I'm kind of interested. But until that point, I just I really don't care until the actual competition starts. Then I care. Yeah, the competitions are cool. Uh, I'm pretty indifferent about international break usually. It depends on how my team is doing. Like back then when Spurs were doing shit, it's like you kind of can't wait for an international break just to get a break from it. And, uh, you know, some of the games are good when you watch them on international break, to be honest with you. Um, but some uh, you got to pick and choose the right games. Yeah, I'm not watching. I Like I really don't want to watch like. like it's got to be some sort of marquee match. It's got to be like some sort of marquee matchup like. You know, yeah, it's got to be like a Portugal like a against matchup. Italy or like a Netherlands yeah. against fucking England. Yeah, you know, some shit like that. Like, yeah, I need some, to watch this shit. Some real heat. Yeah. I like watching USA, obviously, but. Well, I like watching them, but I, there's some games I just, I don't want to watch, man. I don't want to yeah. watch them play Trinidad and Tobago. I don't. I, don't, I really I don't. I, really, I just don't care. You know what I mean? I, I don't care. I think we should win those games, and I don't want to watch that game. I'd rather watch us play like Mexico or Canada. Or... That's really it, to be if I'm being honest with you, man. <laughs> like I don't really. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, yeah. well, we got real footy back. So, welcome to another Size Five Pod, guys. Thank you so much for being here with us, Alan, Andrew. Yo. We're here. I'm about to bring you the first couple games from the match from the Champions League match week. Got preview for the Premier League weekend upcoming. General feel for the clubs around Europe upcoming. How are you feeling today? Feeling pretty good. Got to watch Liverpool win. Yeah, I'll give you exactly one minute. Go. <laughs> Shut up, dude. I don't know. I played LASK. Put some young guys out there. They scored. It's a great goal. We won. About it. Yeah. I feel like everybody in the world assumed we would win, and we just had to make sure that we lived up to that, and that was it. I like some, uh, like, Bicetich is back. Cool to see. 
played like an inverted right back for a while. And Endo was put at right back, like during, like not as the lineup, but like during the game. That was strange. Um, I don't really think Endo has the legs to do that. <laughs> he seems a little off off the pace, if I'm being honest with you. But it was good to see Bicetic back. I think that's how you say his name. And then um, uh, Gravenberch had a hell of a game. He looks fucking awesome. Can't wait for him to like get more minutes in him. And then uh, yeah, Nunez scored and assisted. Solid goal. I I enjoyed it. And I believe Luis Diaz scored too. So yeah, overall. Exactly we one minute. We won. Good job. That was it. Good job. That's uh, that was fantastic. Well said. And you were within your one minute period. Um, I do want to ask though, when does Gravenberg start? Um, I don't know. Uh, he's kind of a big guy, and it would be kind of, it would be nice to see him start in uh, against West Ham. I think I would like to see that. I like, would based like on what that. you saw today, is that something that has been missing from the midfield? And like, will it make you guys immediately better? <sighs> In uh, Premier yes, League play. Yes, but also he was taken off. Uh, I think he like strain, like muscle strain or something like yeah. that. It wasn't an actual injury, but he was taken off. So clearly he's not as yeah. fit as he should be. And so I don't probably know not not starting the weekend against West, against West Ham, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, in terms of like uh, on the ball movement, uh, his defensive, you know, capabilities, and then also like his passing and like the way he can get out of press and stuff like that. I know it's LASK, but it looked nice to see and fresh legs and he's young so what was the yeah, back line definitely. today Samikas, van dyke kanate and bicetich not, not bad i think you guys should have enough for west ham to to hold them off they're in pretty good form uh form. in the league you know you'll probably have to worry about michael antonio he's in the, basically the best form of his career and also you know jwp you know i had kudus had a good game today as well in the in the conference no europa league yeah. europa in europa league so yeah he had a good game and um yeah, I just think you guys got a little bit to worry about, but that should be, uh, you know, with everything going well, starting lineup at Anfield. Can't really see you guys losing that weekend game. Yeah, we'll just have to take it as it comes. They're a great team right now. Playing well, clicking, and you're right, James Ward-Prowse is awesome. Shout out the guy that I always backed forever. <laughs> but no, I hope we I hope we beat the shit out of him 3-1. 3-1. Yep, that's yeah. nice. Good stuff. <laughs> so let's go ahead uh, before we get into the Champions League, uh, you know, day match day one takeaways. We can talk about the last Premier League weekend. Uh, not the most entertaining weekend at all. A lot of random games. Good late comebacks, though, I'd say. Good day at Barclays football. Uh, Brighton, Man United is where you wanted to start. Yeah, I think that was just the best game that happened over the weekend. I, I yeah. think the ending to yours was probably the most exciting, but that game sucked until then. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was just Sheffield City deep. We got to see stuff. we got to see Brighton play, you know, the best of Brighton's ball that they play, right? Absolutely. And they're one of the most exciting teams to watch in the Prem. So that's where my thesis of best game of the weekend. Also, it was a great matchup, right? Man United Brighton. So uh yeah, no, that was a great game. Brighton look awesome, don't they? Even though they Absolutely. just lost today to Athens, <laughs> I think yeah. I think uh, it was a strange loss by the way. But hey, really weird game. I mean, it was there was two set piece goals they conceded, and they, both of them were just they were switched off. To be honest, Brighton, they really I think the game was there for them. Uh, and AEK, there was space for them to play in, and obviously they got a few goals. But no, they were just weak on the set pieces, and uh, it kind of caught them off. Uh, I think also having like. All the space to play how they wanted to was was interesting. Um, you got to well, see I them think, in full flow, but think, it was uh, not the same level of intensity. Yeah, I think right now Brighton 
have earned a lot of respect from other teams, and now they're starting to see that low block against them, and they have to learn how to deal with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because before, they're Brighton, right? But now they're a, a great team, Brighton. And uh, teams are going to start sitting back, and the times that they do and just start popping that ball over their, <laughs> over their heads, it's, it, it can cause some issues. Not saying that Athens did that the most of the game, mm-hmm. but... West Ham was a great example. Those of it. two of their um, goals where they were switched off on set pieces, pretty much on what you said. Yeah, no, no, for sure, and and I think like they're gonna have to find a way through that with uh, Deserby Ball because that's what happens when you start becoming a good team. Teams sit back on you, and you have to yeah. find a way. Also, he made the decision in the midweek to start uh to start in the front line with Jao Pedro, and I like him a lot. But to me, Ferguson is clearly the best their best striker. I don't know if he's hurt or something right now, but. He wasn't even in the squad today. I believe he may be injured. I think it happened when yeah. in Ireland, but not yeah. in Ireland itself, but like with Ireland. Or he may have not even gotten to play. I, I don't recall. I didn't watch any of the games. Like I said, I didn't, just yeah. don't care. Also, um, Matoma lost the ball high up the pitch on the third goal. So it's yep. just like, it's just the stuff like that where you're going to get exposed in Europe sometimes for that, where as opposed to the Premier League, I mean, it's. They also did start their, their starting back line as well, so that had something to consider. So I feel like when, you know, it just shows that the squad maybe isn't as deep as we thought, even if they're always putting these kids on that are so good filling the roles and you kind of don't know who they are. Um, yeah, who was the, that kid it, that played against in, in the United game? The right back? Yeah. I've never heard of him before. I, I You know, we play, like, uh, career mode and stuff like that. I don't even remember him being on there. And Dingra, right? Or yeah, 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 him. He, he's awesome. Um, no, he's, 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 he's awesome. I think he's – oh, Ivory Coast. You know, when they play Ferguson and right now because of the injury to NC, so uh, Pedro at that central position, like yeah. him, I, I really like – I love to watch him play like That's that. That's where Fadi played today. And yeah, then, uh, so, he paid more than nine. Is uh, Jack Pedro paid more than nine? Yeah, I, I know that's probably the position he more than likely wants to play. But when you see those two, I, I like it a lot. Also, Matomo, I saw him move a little bit more centrally as well because of his stupid yeah. run. That's where he gave the ball away was centrally. Yeah, the, I know for the third goal. And I feel like he's lacking a more awareness when he's in that middle of the pitch versus him being off the wide. Yeah, out the wide, it's like you only have to consider the man in front of you and you know what the action is to. To be the threat on goal as opposed to the middle, you have a lot more options on either side, and you got to think about turning and a little bit more other things like that. Splitting the defense, a lot more going yeah. on that isn't necessarily the skill set that I've seen from Matoma where he's excellent. Yeah, uh, and not to mention they do have Ajax in that group, and I believe there's another good team as well that will, you know, at least challenge them more so than Athens would have. So. Not saying that they won't make it out. I still think they can because I think they play the best football in that group. But yeah. they definitely would have helped if they had that win there, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that sets them up better. You know what's funny is that this conversation just goes how little it just it goes over how little we want to actually talk about United because we started talking about United Brighton three one and right. we ended up talking about the AEK Athens game more. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man! I, I, well, I mean, what what, what do league you think? footy, baby? What, what do what do you think of? You know, the United game. It was so play? funny. Eddie came up to me the other day, and he was like, "Regulon, you guys didn't tell me about him." You know, it's <laughs> like, it's like, look what we're saying. And it's like, it's like we 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 saw that for Spurs, and then you saw him just being terrible, dude. And I just yeah. think that like he wasn't the first choice for what they wanted in that position, and he's what they ended up with. 
and he's fine for right now. Yeah, um, at first, I but that's not even the biggest of the problems. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. That's what to, I. Meant. To me, the biggest, the the biggest thing for them, I'm getting. When I see Eric Ten Hag and I see the tactics, and I see what the team are doing, it reminds me of Conte Spurs from last year and the fact that I kind of don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's almost I, like I they're waiting to react to the game, and they have like different things that they're doing for different game states, but it just makes it look like a mess almost from the outside. I agree. And uh, yeah, does. also the the form of Leech is a little concerning because um, I saw for one of the goals they conceded on the weekend, he was just like not he was like not locked in. And then also he was like he would just say he wasn't aware of the, th of the friend in front of him. And then also in the midweek against Bayern where they lost, um, he just didn't close down was it Nabry at all? Nabry had a free shot top of the box, and he was just like in front of the goalkeeper, and it looked like Onana's fault, but he was really just blocking the line of sight. So I, that, that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's just a lot of uh, not a full amount of confidence coming from United right now. It's making them, it's making the gameplay kind of ugly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the squad's just... good enough, though. I think. For what though? What do you for another Champions League for? push? For another Champions League push, I don't think they're close enough to a title. I think if they had gotten Kane, it was a different conversation. So you're saying they're in contention for top five? Yeah, I think so. I think I think they should still be. I think it's only four games in this five games in the season. Um, and I think that the 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 squad is is like strong enough. Like Garnacho is a strong enough young player. Palestri, like I'm looking at their bench right now. Like Hannibal is yeah. a good player. Like uh, Aaron Wambasaka, good player. He came off the bench. Like I think Hoyland's got a good start to the league so far. Um. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I, I feel like this. And obviously, Bruno Fernandez is the, or the best, one of the best, if not the best, came in the league besides De Bruyne when he decides to play in that position. I feel like you know. Um, so it's it's good enough, Andrew. It should be. Yeah, it should be, and and, and let's not forget they didn't start too <laughs> too hot last season either. You know what I mean? So I'm not gonna sit here and say that they're finished, but they definitely don't look good right now, and they're gonna need to look good. And I know the Injuries aren't helping them either, and their back line looks a mess. But they got to find a way, though, right? You, you have to find a way. You're in, you're in Champions League. Uh, they lost the game to Bayern. Now, I'm not saying that's a huge, like, oh, massive L. I mean, Bayern's a good team. They're one of the, if we're being honest right now, when we look at the names on the Champions League, they're not the one I expect to win, but they're definitely at the top three uh, or, or four. So, they're uh, favorite, it's not I think. like a massive loss. Yeah, but they, they almost won it, <laughs> or at least yeah. drew it at the at the end. I think the the scoreline it's one of those games though where the scoreline's a little deceiving because it, it was pretty much deceiving. like a solo effort of Casemiro. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's pretty well, much what happened. It looked like Bayern yeah. switched off too. Am I right? Like it almost looked like they thought they won it after yeah. minutes. Like they stopped caring. I really think if they would have just kept going, they could have put six. Yeah, because they if they really wanted to. Onana turned up at the end. He made a lot of saves, and I want to yeah, be honest. I agree, and he started were... straight. He started well up until that howler. To be honest with yeah. you, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I, I really like what he's been doing. The media taking blame for himself when we know it's it's the whole team. But that that goal itself, I can understand him saying it's his fault, and that's why, you know, if it wasn't for that, then the game would have ended a draw, and you know, things of that nature. But in the end, he did make some really crucial saves. In the end, that game could have gone, <laughs> you know, seven four or seven three, however it ended. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, all I'm saying though is that, like, I agree with you. I think they're still in it, but when I look at the teams right now that are and they're away form, we both know that those those games are crucial to any sort of push. And yeah. if Brighton's winning them, right, 
then mm-hmm. you got West Ham who are in form right now, and Liverpool's back, and Tottenham are back. Chelsea's not. <laughs> and yeah. then you have uh, then you have you know City. Uh, and personally, Arsenal. I think personally, I think Villa and West Ham are very strong teams. I don't know what their ceiling is. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not saying they're out of it, but they they have to get it together because they're gonna they they're gonna need to start racking up wins and, and stop dropping yeah. points because those things at the end of the season mm-hmm. you're gonna look back on and be like, man, we could have been here if we only didn't you know at that game or this game. How far apart do you think Newcastle and Manchester United are, or do I you think they're similar that. levels? I, for, I completely forgot about that when I was just mentioning all the teams. I think right now, off of Manchester United's form. Compared to Newcastle, I feel like they're right there. You know what I mean? I feel I personally feel like off of their form right now, if they played Newcastle at Newcastle, I, I could see Newcastle coming out winning. I could. I could also yeah. see Newcastle losing because Newcastle haven't been the best year this year. The I reason know, I asked is that they're both on six points in the and league. They haven't won an away game against a top nine side since when? I don't see them winning. You know what I mean? I just don't. You're right. You're right. Um... I just is is Rashford still playing striker? No, or is Hoyland coming in now in Hoyland, the last couple Hoyland, games? Hoyland, Hoyland, striker now, and Rashford was yeah. on the on the wing. Okay. He got his goal in the uh, against Bayern. It was a it was a it was a strange shot. It went in. I'm not saying it was bad because he finished it right. So yeah. If it went in, it went in. But um, no, he's he's finally back where he belongs on the left side. And um, although his decision making since being back there hasn't been the best, uh, i.e. that Arsenal game. Um, it did start looking like it comes together in the end because yeah. you know he, he also missed a, a a goal that you know he was really good against Spurs, but I feel like he actually could have gotten one or two goals in that game too. So you know, there's something to say that maybe he's not fully locked in in the beginning of the season, just not fully 100 percent yet. Yeah, and maybe we can just base that off of the team itself, right? But last a lot season of happening to them too in the media. Yeah. Last season he kind of started cooking around this time though, like early October was when he like really went into form right before the World Cup. Like I feel like that whole October was his month, and then all November up until World Cup was also his time. So, you know, maybe it could just be a little bit of a slower starter based on last year. Well, last year I feel like the most important time was World Cup and after. I feel like that's where we really mm-hmm. saw him like take off. And I, I got to be honest, even though he ended the season amazing. You, you, you're the, you're the main guy. Yeah. When you're missing, it's clear how much they miss you, right? And nice. uh, that's a, that's a, that's a problem. That's a problem for a team fighting for what they're fighting for. Um, someone's got to step up if that's the case. Um, can't really say much more about that. Yeah. So I just want to do two shoutouts before we head out uh, for Tariq Lamptey. Um, shout out him. He's getting yes. regular minutes again. He's been hurt for like yeah. two years, and it's just so fucking awesome to see him like actually go, doing so well. And that deserved to be like really took to him. And also, friend of the pod, Andrew Pascal Gross, is just Pascal still Gross. one of the best players in the league, huh? <laughs> I love that guy, man. He, he's a I love him, enthusiast. dude. And that that little uh, fake shot in the in the uh, in the box to the finish, beautiful, oh, huh? Man. Oh man, it's not. It must. Guy. It must feel so good to like get the dummy off and then yeah. like. Because <laughs> the fact that like you can get the dummy off and someone falls for it and then you just have the open space, it's like yeah, I'm scoring. Like was, that must be such a good too. feeling. It was yeah, too, but so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good consolation goal from Hannibal. I rate him. Rate him highly. Good Same. player. I think. Uh, I think he should get more minutes. I think he will. Because <laughs> after after what we're seeing, it seems like. They're going to be throwing some people out there. Absolutely. I think he was on um, Birmingham last mm-hmm. year, and I caught a few of his games, and he's just uh, very active on the ball, yeah. I'd say. 
very, very active. He always is trying to get on it in the midfield. And, uh, yeah, just good player. Good player. Um, Spurs, if we were just mention them, I mean, there was a really, really, really good last-minute uh, comeback. We broke our own record for the latest comeback in the Premier League, which is just funny that Spurs have that record. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's Spurs for you, man. <laughs> uh, so, story of the game, right, is that Sheffield waste all the time in the world. There were, I think, like 12 yellows in this game. Mm. Um, it was just kind of a little bit of chaos. The Spurs weren't really getting frustrated. We were just kind of like, when are we going to get to play some football? Because the thing was is that Fotheringham, their goalkeeper for Sheffield, was just holding the ball the whole all the time, taking so long on the goal kicks. Um, and, you know, they got plus 12 minutes of added time. And... Uh, the roar around the stadium when they announced the extra time was almost as much as the goal. Yeah, it, was, it was massive, wasn't it? It was massive because everyone was like, oh, we 12 minutes? Like, we're about to, like, yeah, we're about out. to swarm the goal, you know? <laughs> like, that's, I think, and, and you know, Poster Kluglu said something interesting where he said that he waited until the 80th minute to bring on his players because he was confident there would be 10 minutes of extra time. So, if, like, you think about it, that's, like, putting on players with, like, 70 minutes to go. Like yeah. that's technically fine, and yeah, it's like, fine. and it's like that's pretty good management, no? I mean, what he did was, uh, he was like, well, if we have that much time, then that means I can get the fresh legs even later on. Yeah. Which means that you know they're going to be at a, a at more of a disadvantage. So we ended up playing at the end of the game, basically with a back two of Romero and Basuma. <laughs> in the last couple of minutes, in the last 12 minutes there. So it was full on attack and it he just kept throwing on attacking players. Where Charleston with the Did first goal to tie it. Yeah, I actually love that because <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but it was one of the worst times of the Conte era and I accepted it as his res resignation basically. It was the Arsenal game last year when he took off two attackers and put on like Matt Doherty and someone else, like a defender. And it was just kind of like, why are you doing that? We're still down. It was to Arsenal. And we were down. And he was just like, it's damage limitation time now. We're not even going to go for it. And just to see a manager actually making proactive decisions to like. like we want to win. We want to keep Like winning. we want to. We want to win. We need the points, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. And we're willing to, to play this way even if it means losing. Risking it all, yeah. Risking like, it all. Uh, die on the sword. Die on the sword type of attack. But honestly, they had nothing for us in extra time. Um, it was just a matter of time, and I think the Richarlison substitution was fantastic. Um, Ivan Perisic with a perfect header. He is going to be missed with an ACL injury. Um, oh, yeah, rip. And it makes me a little more worried now because that is one of the best crossers in the team, and Richarlison has not scored a goal with his feet for us yet. He has only yeah. scored goals with his head. Yeah. Uh, so at least, he, at least he got his name on the on the, on the sheet, and he got an assist. And he got an assist, and the assist was class. It was a good assist. Well taken. Uh, yeah. How does yeah. that make you feel about Richarlison going forward into the next game? I think I don't think he should start Arsenal. I think we should still play Sonny up top, and okay. then uh, and then bring Richarlison on late. You know, for for first legs and uh, to really you know go at the defense, put a little pressure on he them. He will. He longer. has the mentality for it. Yeah. I think the main thing that he has to think about. There's two things that I've heard amongst fans. Mm -hmm. The first thing is that consider dropping Sar for someone like Hoiberg. 
To me, I think you should just go with what's been working, and that's Basuma yeah, and Sar at the center, good. at the base of the midfield. Um, and I think he'll be fine. Like Sar already has a few big games under his belt. He had to play the Milan uh, legs because, you know, if you remember, Hoiberg and Bentancur got hurt in that time. Yep. And, well, Hoiberg was suspended. Bentancur was um, ACL injury, obviously. Uh, so, so I thought he played really good. He has some big games under his belt already. So I think you should just play him there. Yeah. I think Hoiberg will be good to, to secure the game late um, if we're playing for a point or if we're – you know, needs a little bit of composure on the ball. You know, things are really chaotic. I think you can hold Brig in there. I think he. I think you just start with what you've been going for. Yeah, I think the case for Poro and the, and Emerson Royale is fine because Royale will do a better job on Martinelli. But uh, we know Poro going forward is exactly what you wanted the Ange and and to play against Arsenal like inverted. Yeah, they're going to give him the space. You know, like I don't think you should switch it up necessarily, but I can understand that's kind of what the debate right now going into the North London derby. Uh, I wanted to weekend. ask you, um, just because I'm not caught up at all, uh, what's going on with Bentucker? Is he still injured? Yeah, his ACL, um, he's training now again, but he hasn't, uh, he's not like back fully. But yeah, he's, he's pretty much training with the ball now. I'd probably say he'd probably be back by November. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I just, I just wanted to know because I know I, I was wondering how you guys would set up when he comes back. Does he? I think he comes in for SAR. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think he immediately comes in for SAR. I think you have to. I think you have to do that. Um, you think SAR has been good. good. I think. So. Um, I think. Good. I think SAR has been great, but Bentaker is the best midfielder on our team. Um, based on last season, and I feel like he could do everything of that Postecoglou wants in this system with Basuma. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. So, but but we'll see, we'll see. Um, just because Sar's been playing really well, but he's a young player, so you can bench young yeah. players and and you know give them you know young players go out of form sometimes. So, you know he'll definitely Bentaker will definitely get minutes. Absolutely. Got it. No, I just so, wanted to know because I know yeah. that I don't know if you guys are necessarily quote unquote missing him, but I know that when he comes yeah. back, it would be a huge plus. Yeah, and uh, I think that's I think that's fine. Arsenal, they, they're pretty. Their squad is pretty settled as well. I think. Uh, I think we kind of know what we're going to get. The only thing is that I don't know if we're getting uh, Raya or Ramsdale, but I kind of don't know if it matters. I think it's Raya. It seems like Raya is going to be... Well, Raya started this past weekend, and then he also started the midweek fixture. Yep, I think that's their guy. I think he's going for him. I think if he starts the the North London Derby game, it's his spot. Yeah, I, I actually think, and I was, you know, we have a couple of friends that are some fans. It seems like... Ramsdale's gonna go eventually because I think they're I think they're already the, I'm seeing posts about Rams uh, Raya being the perfect for for Arteta's system and yeah. his all uh, the way he's able to use the ball to yeah. speed. To be and, fair, and I think Raya is a little bit better of a goalkeeper than than Ramsdale, but if the situation stays the same, I think they'll be able to get some good money for Ramsdale more than they paid for him, which is a uh, a win. Unless Arteta really actually wants two goalkeepers and wants to rotate them, which is. Wild. Two starting goalkeepers. Nobody has that. No, no you know? but but we're also in an era of football where people are just trying different things now, like managers. Um, but I just don't know if this is that experiment to well, like the is, is, push is, the is, game. It, even if that is what they're trying to do, because they're you know they're pushing for something and they have depth of two keepers. I get that. But the problem is would then be be is the second keeper or you know Ramsdale in this scenario that we're speaking of. Is he okay with being number two, where he can go almost, almost to most teams in the prem and you know start? Well, I've is heard he goalkeepers okay are weirdos, and you know goalkeepers are different people. That when you have a number one shirt, 
you need the goalkeeper is a position where I feel like the mistake is amplified more than any other mistake. Everyone gives the ball away in midfield. Defenders yep. miss tackles. Attackers miss goals. But when goalkeepers fuck up, like oh, not a howler today, it's their fault, and they have to live with that. Even though everyone on the mistake makes makes everyone on the pitch makes mistakes. When you're a goalkeeper, it's amplified, and I just I just feel like you. If you have two goalkeepers, no one's going to get settled. And then you're going to keep making mistakes. Like, how, how do you put your goalkeepers in the best mindset? Like, how how are they going to know if they're starting every week? You know? Yeah, if they're not confident. Confidence in the keeper is honestly one of the it most really important is. things. But I also don't know what Arteta means when he said that he wishes that last year in the 80th minute or so he that could have swapped keepers on. He was wishes he was more brave to do that. But, like, what tactical advantage do you think that's going to give you in a moment? I feel yeah, like I guess other than ball playing goalkeeper, I, I just I don't understand. What I just feel like if you're, you I feel, I just feel like it makes, man. I feel like it makes sense if they had different skill sets, but their skill sets basically overlap. Well, I think Raya is much better at, with the ball at his feet. Than, I agree. Uh, I agree. And also, also, uh, right now I saw, I saw a, um, uh, like a, what was it called? A stat, a stat sheet, and it was um, long balls by keepers in the league. And uh, Brighton have a zero, by the way, in the league. <laughs> they haven't. They just play from the back. And I think that's you know where things are headed now. Instead of like just dropping it back there and throwing it up top, um, they're they're trying to start from the back. And Raya is gonna do that better for them. Um, yeah. He is. That's that's. And I think that's what he means. Uh, that's as, as far as I can decipher it. Yeah, he, he wished that he was able to bring that on so that they can be complete and calm from the back all the way. Yeah. I'm a little worried in this game. Um, the reason I mentioned Royale is because I think he'd do a better job on Martinelli. I just feel like with Poro, he'd leave that spacing behind. And if Martinelli cooks, Arsenal, to me, are so dangerous whenever they have it, the ball on the left because you have Odegaard at the top of the box. He gets the ball. He can have a shot on his left because he has developed that shot from the top. Low-driven shot from the top of the box. God level. Like Yeah, yeah he's amazing. Like That's incredible. That's an incredible skill to develop. Incredible shot to have, because if you can hit that on target all the time, like I see him do, it's you know he scored he scored in the midweek PSV and he already scored a goal like that this season. So I'm a little worried about that. He'll have the cutback, um, you know, the, also the intricate play in the box and and all that stuff. I think Vieira's been pretty good. The thing with Rice is that great player, you know, we're a Rice gang, uh, but they're not using him how West Ham have yet. And I think they're still trying to figure out how to use them in the right way. So I don't know if so, we can exploit I, I, I a weakness. I think what you're saying is Rice right now isn't West Ham Rice, but he's still Declan, right? He's still he's still Declan. It's just that like they're trying to like give him the ball with like his back to goal and like have him turn, but that's not necessarily how West Ham always used him on the turn. They kind of used him to like progress the ball, like like what if you like, like Rice can turn obviously. You know, he, he he has a great turn, but I feel like when I used to watch West Ham, it wasn't like him picking the ball up with the center backs all the time. I understand. I get I get what you're saying. You, that, you, when they, I've, they, they the, could be the, getting more out of Rice than what he's doing. Two Arsenal games I've watched, that's how they're trying to use him. And, like, he almost, like... I feel like he's being limited just a little bit, bro. Maybe he's trying to figure it all out. But maybe... I also... It could be, it could be how they're playing the midfield, too. You know what I mean? Because of... Uh... The Havertz and Vieira situation as well. Maybe he's being limited because of that. They don't know what's going on on that side. Absolutely. And I think Vieira probably should start in this game. I think, if if I, I was think Arsenal. If, 
I also think that Rice, we would see more of the Rice we know of when, uh, or let's say if, because I think he's, I don't know how long he's gone out, if not the whole season, I, I don't know. But if they had Timber and Partey was in the field again, I feel like we would see that Rice, right? Because yeah, I then agree. he would be able to be Rice. Yeah, I agree. I think this game is bigger for Arsenal because, uh, you know, they've been saying that they're not fully in gear yet. So if this is a game where the other team is going to play them. Like Spurs are going to play against them. We're going to give them space, and we're going to play with the ball. We're going to take it to them. This is a game where I feel like they could start cooking if they really wanted to. If they really got everything cooking and they beat us by three or four, that's going to be the strong game to start their season, and that's going to be the Arsenal back into gear. So mm. kind of I think this game might be a little bit bigger for them. Spurs kind of don't have a lot to lose. We lose this game all the time anyway. And we're just playing good football. We already had a good start to the season. We haven't lost, so if we lose this one, it is what it is. But I think just knowing the team's going to go there to play and play open, that's enough for me, and I'm willing to, I'm willing to accept whatever comes with that. Um, but I do think it's a bigger game for Arsenal. I do. I think they have I mean, enough yeah, to beat us, obviously. Obviously. When it's compared to what you have to lose versus what they have to lose, they lose everything. Not They're not losing everything. It's an early season, but you know what I mean. Like You can't have those losses because then they mean something in the end. We just talked about that. And uh, this game, they, you know, it's at home. They have to win this, you know. So, I agree with you. I think it is, it, it, it is bigger for them. Um, they just came out of a big game, and it, it almost went a different way. You know what I mean? Because the whole game, it wasn't like, oh, this is this is the Arsenal we know, and it was spectacular. The ending was, don't get me wrong, it was a great ending to the game, and uh, the Jesus goal was was awesome to watch. You know what I mean? That that was great. I love, like you said. When you when you send no. a defender and then you, you shoot it, it's it's great. But um, they, we know that it could have been different if if and this is just an if. I'm not saying it, it happened, but let's say uh, they don't call uh, Garnacho offside and they score. How much different did that game become, right? So yeah, uh, I feel like like you said, they're maybe they're not in all all the gears that they are. This is a huge game for them. Obviously, if they win, we could probably we're probably gonna start seeing a little bit more. And you guys are exposed on the on the side, and I understand what you're talking about, Royale. But um, I don't think you're out of the game at all. I think no, it's going to be so. a, a good game. I, I, can, I actually can't wait to watch it. Game of the weekend. Oh, for sure. Easy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's enough of that. I guess uh, I already talked a bit of Man U, but do you have anything to say about their matchup against Bayern? 4-2, uh, four, fight 4-3 four, win for Bayern in that game? Yeah, like uh, I just kind of um, going off of what you said, uh, I think the scoreline is a little flattering for United. They didn't look like they were in the game at all. Uh, Bayern switched off, which is something you can't do, especially when you have to go to uh, Manchester United. Uh, well, they, I don't know if they... This is a group stage, right? Yes, sir. So they will. They will have to again. But, I mean, they got the dub. So they got the dub. They won. Bayern looked great. Um, but it's still, still like... Uh, I, I think Man United have some things they still need to work on. And um, I don't know... I still think I still have them getting out. If, if yeah, I think so too. I think I don't yeah. think uh, I don't think they're not going to get past Copenhagen and and Galatasaray. Galatasaray maybe it might be a little tough, but I don't know. I think I think they should. But they have enough, Andrew. They have enough. Yeah, there, there you go. But that's may I may I shout out? That's all I have to. Uh, Bayern, Harry Kane looks terrible in red. Um, <laughs> he's playing good for them, and they they look okay. Um. Their back line for me is going to determine how good they can, how good they're going to be in the competition. Because to me, they're attacking, and midfield is good enough. Yep. Um, but we saw last year the consequences of Upa. 
in yeah. many big games. Um, and Kimmy and Jay, I, and I don't know if it was just this game. I haven't watched enough of him. I did watch some Napoli games. Um, he's an amazing defender. He's not yeah. good with the ball on his foot at all, though. Like, with the ball on his feet, he's really bad. <laughs> he gets the ball, and it looks like he can't dribble. Not saying that he, it's a huge liability. There's a little bit of urgency to his first touch, huh? Yeah, yeah. And it, it makes like him look a lot more stressed than... Yeah, he looks stressed. Even if he might be in control, you know. Which he yeah, was at yeah, Napoli. Yeah, yeah. No, he was, he was. He just looks like he's not... Uh, maybe it was just that game, right? But he, he yeah. the, his touch is a little off, and... The ball at his yeah. foot, you know, he's trying to get it out as quick as he can. That's and I saw him like. trying to split the lines a few times, and it, you know, it he wasn't picking the right passes. He would be picking a guy with his back to goal and a defender on him, and the I would just have to lay it off back to the defender mm-hmm. who would find his way back to him. Yep. So it wasn't really any kind of progressive passing. But I think I think there's more to develop there because new defender, and I feel like I don't know what his best partner is if it's Delit or if it's Upa. Um, well, apparently Tukul doesn't like Delit. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah, no, he doesn't like him. And, and I think Delay has a lot of good there, basics, but I, I think like, Pomacano is better. Well, I just feel like the pace is very lacking between Kimmy J and Upamakano. Yeah. Um, I saw them track back a couple times, and I, you know, it looked like a, oh, they're getting pressed. You know, they're tracking back the ball, and then for a second there, you're like, I don't know if they're gonna get it first. You know what I mean? So, I, I, like you said, their defense is a little worried, and that's what puts them to me at yeah. not going to win it. But because of how strong their midfield and their attack is, you know, who's to say? Yeah. I really like Conrad Lemur. Just as a, as an aside in this game, I thought he was very smart. Um, got forward a lot. Um, which which could be why there was a lot of pressure on Kimmy J and Upamakano, even though, man, you didn't look so threatening. But they had them kind of backpedaling a few times. And yeah, and he's another I guess one you got to live with that, like right? The, the pace either. Yeah. To be honest with you, <laughs> they're they're very lacking yeah. in pace. Besides da- uh, Davies, right in yeah. the back. You're right. You're right. Kimmich Goretzka in front of them. Good lineup. They, is, they have is, a good is team. There, is that what's going on with their keeper? Uh, it's Sven Allrights right now. Yeah, I know. Is is uh, what's his face like? Super injured. You know, he's not coming back until like. I mean, it has to be like later this year. I think if he's ready. Yeah, uh, Ulrich is. He's a little shocking. You know, um, <laughs> I wouldn't rely on that guy for anything, but yeah. I understand he's a backup. Backup's a backup, but um, yeah, no, that's that's all I can really say about Bayern. No, apparently three weeks ago he was taking a big step towards coming back, but nothing yet, nothing yet. Got it. Um, I guess, <laughs> and a quick shout out, guess who scored for Copenhagen? Who? Elianissi. Elianissi. <laughs> yeah, we could shout out him. Shout, shout oh, out him. Southampton, legend. I'm just kidding. One of them posted something after their game. Did they draw Copenhagen? Yeah, they drew. Galatasaray yeah. Copenhagen. Yeah, someone on the team posted, glad to be out of that shithole or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh my god, they didn't even leave yet. <laughs> well, we always saw him do some twice. some cool stuff at Southampton, but you know he scored a really good goal. And uh, yeah, it's just just funny, just funny to see. Um, also, um, Andrew Bellingham might be the best midfielder in the world. <laughs> he's he's definitely Mister Clutch right now. He keeps winning games for them, and every time I see the video, it almost looks identical to the last one. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's like I keep seeing the same thing. It's just like 
like tapping, like like he's just in front of the goal, he's just bouncing him. It reminds me of any any Atletico Madrid goal is what it reminds me of. <laughs> but you know what, man? They're winning the games, and he's he's a part of it. And, and during the games, I just talked to um, friends of the pod, Eddie and Tay, about this. He looks like the best player on the pitch. Oh, he does. One hundred percent. So world class players in that midfield. Yeah, he's like he world raised their team. level. How, yeah. how are you a 19, 19 year old? You raised the level of a whole team. Twenty year old, I don't know. Yeah, the whole no, team. He's, he's he's insane, and I'm I actually uh, I I I'm sad and even more sad now. Cause you know we didn't get him. It was super sad not getting him, and him going to Real Madrid sucked even more. And then now him being the best in the world, right? It's, it's just like I just hate it so much. You know what I mean? I can't imagine how we'd be acting if that motherfucker was on our team, bro. But yeah. One of the best in the world right now. I mean, Andrew, I, it's actually scary to think about what he would look like on your side. Because, sucks, dude. Yeah. It sucks. We were never getting them. <laughs> they basically fixed their striker problem, man. They're just playing him as like a hybrid 8-9-10. Like, it's it's wild. Yeah, no, he's he's amazing. And I don't know if you caught the Dortmund game, but you could just see how much they're missing him. Yeah, oh, you man. can. You can, absolutely. Oh, man. But, yeah, good shout right there, man. Best best in the world right now, for sure. Yeah, sure. Onion Berlin, shout out Bonucci. Shout out. Shout out. They almost held on. They almost had they it. They almost did it. They almost did it, man. I was really hoping they could. <laughs> I like their system. They're pretty good. Is there Ghosts? Is that the same guy from Robin Ghosts? That's the... Oh, my God. I forgot they had him. Yeah, no, they got a... There's a decent squad, and they're coached very well. You know what was crazy about Robin Gosens is when he was at Atalanta, he basically had the best assist ratio in, like, the top five leagues, like, like as a, as a defender, and then he went to Inter and was just kind of like, eh. No, I know. Um, what's up? That coach at Atalanta, I love him. That Atalanta squad has been, like, extremely decent for who they are for yeah. so long. And now it's like, that's how good they are now. That's how, when you think of them. That's, that's their level. That's their level now. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, shout out Gosens. Love him. <laughs> Um, I guess also there was a late Napoli comeback. Um, it was a pretty bad own goal from the Braga defender. Fucking, mm. it was so bad. Such a bad. Yeah. Well, Braga almost uh got one in the end too. Like the yeah. very last. We're already talking kind of sad from them. Yeah, we already talked a lot about Arsenal, but they beat PSV four nil. Goals from Saka, Trossard, Jesus Odegaard. Um, Tyler was telling me that he kind of wants Trossard to start at the weekend. Yep. Yeah, it's and, a big uh, thing for uh, I think fans. that's a very good idea, but I don't want that to happen. I agree. I actually think right now, based off of form, I would have taken Trossard. I, look, I, every Arsenal fan that I'm a friends with or I talk to, they want him starting right now over Martinelli. Last game, game before. Yeah, you're right. So let's see if he comes. Let's see if he starts. Because, I mean, yeah. at this point, I feel like how much – what more could he do to deserve it other than – they? He, at this point, it was just like, no, I like Martinelli for what he offers, right? Yeah. yeah. That's really it then. Mm -hmm. Um. So let's go to Tuesday. Um, City, Red Star Belgrade. Ah, City beat Red Star Belgrade three one. Savannah Zvezda. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, goals from the best center mid in the world, Rodri. Sorry, best center defensive mid in the world, Rodri. Um, Julian yep. Alvarez, two goals. I mean, yep. whatever. Yeah, I can't wait for them to go there. You know, it's crazy. Except they didn't have Holland, they would still just have Alvarez, and he is world class. Yeah, you know, people are. Um, I I saw this. I don't know. Any of our, if there's anybody on uh, a fan base that uh, likes a fantasy um, Premier League, but um, he's the most transferred in player. This, really? Um, yeah, this 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 game week. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think we might see something. But Pep also hates fantasy football. Absolutely. So we might not see him at all. I think he's aware. I think he's always <laughs> yeah, aware, yeah. actually. he like It's like he like all the odds and bets he sees, he goes against every, every time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, did you see that Lazio equalizer at the death? Oh, my goodness. The header? Oh, that goalkeeper actually made a run like like they gonna leave. You know what run that reminds me of? It's the the what was the the center back from Roma when he scored that goal to win against Barca? Uh, Manolas. Yes, Manolas. Rome has and, risen it, from the ruins. Yeah, it reminds me of that header where he was just running and like, and like he just gets the ball like he ran all the way through. But oh it's crazier because you see him because the goalkeeper's like in orange and he's just like you clearly see him running all the way through and no one picks him up. <laughs> I know it's like how can you not see him? Everyone, every, he's like highlighted. But what to... an amazing header, huh? Yeah, it was really good. It was a bullet. <laughs> I love I... I love goalkeeper goals, man. I do too. I do too. Oh, good stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, Leipzig, big win over Young Boys. Milan, Newcastle, draw. I actually did watch this game. I think Nick Pope is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tonali is very good still. And Very good. Very and he good. plays so much more forward than he did before, and it's so cool. Because he's good. Yeah. He didn't want to be there, though. He didn't. No. <laughs> like, come on, man. Come on. Look at you know what? I, you know what I've been liking Tonali, and he, like, does some cool stuff? It's kind of, like, on that inside channel on the left side. He's been, like, hanging out there sometimes, like, making runs, like, and, and even going wide in this game specifically. So it was, it was really interesting to see. Um, see him being used differently. I don't know how how's an interesting fellow. Um. And I guess we can leave it kind of the best performance of the Champions League. I think Barcelona are back, dude. Let's not get ahead of ourselves as as we uh, are rooting for them in this Champions League. Let it be known now, though, that that is our that is who we would like to see win as we are not in. Barca look great. They're playing the mm -hmm. footy that we both love. Am I wrong? Yes. No, I love yes. it. <laughs> They're playing perfect football. Um, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, though. I can't wait for them to play a real team. Um, That's, you're yeah. going to have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, just a little bit. I won't <laughs> say too much. Because <laughs> their group sucks, dude. Yeah, that group <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh, man. Their but, no, stinks, I, I'm, man. I, I'm, I'm loving how they're playing, man. I can't wait to see them play the way they've been playing. And uh, I think um, Cancelo was a good pickup from them. That guy's wearing the seven, man. They haven't had a right back since Danny Alves that can do the things that he can do. Like, they always had Roberto, but Roberto's been a fucking right back. Uh, all respect to Des, but Des was in Barcelona level. Um, uh, yeah, that that and they, for some reason, most teams he goes on, he, I, I have a feeling that he has a horrible attitude or something because no one wants him. But he's a great player. Yeah, he is. No, absolutely. And he plays really good for a USA. Very good. But yeah, um, you know, you're right. Cancel is such an addition for them. Um I love watching them play. They keep scoring. Yeah. Uh, they look they look so deadly. The midfield's amazing. I can't really say much more than that. Yeah. It's just it's the it's 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 back to how it is. Barcelona playing really good football. Also Jao Felix also struck twice, um, by the way, and an uh -huh. assist. Um yep. really good. Really, really good. He looks uh, like he's been wanting to be there for years. You're right. And like <laughs> now you see it and you're like, well, maybe that's where he should have been this whole time. He should have been there the whole time. I don't know why. He went to Atletico Madrid. I mean, I get it. I I do know why, but I no, don't we know, we but... don't know why he went to Atletico Madrid. It makes bro. no sense, bro. When no that transfer happened, it was just like, why? 
Right, first of all, they had a hundred million to spend. <laughs> one on one player. Where did this come from? On one player. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Joe Felix, though. They, I saw a thing that was like the only place he didn't succeed is uh Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> he was their best player of the last campaign. Damn, we almost went the whole pod without mentioning those guys. Ah. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Did we talk about them or no? Did we? No, I'm saying do we or are we just going to leave it? Like, they're bad. Uh, they, Did you they... see the video of um of their what's, – what's the striker's name, bro? Um, Jackson? Oh, my Jackson. God. Did you see the video? He, like – he was off the – off the uh, in, in the box. He's moving forward on the left side of the box and shoots it, and it goes, like, super wide. And there's a video – where they made the goal bigger, right? Larger. Yeah. <laughs> and the goal had to be 300% larger in order for it to go in. <laughs> oh, man. That team is has a lot to work on. I'm not sure. They played Villa this weekend at the bridge, and um, they gotta got to be careful. Villa. No, I got no, Villa in that game. I got, I got Villa, too. I think they got to be real careful, man. Yeah. Y- you know, if they... I, and I would rate them more, to be, and to be honest, the reason... Like, I'm not, like, actually, like... Just bantering them, I do think that their injury crisis is kind of bad right now, and hmm. um, yeah, it's horrible. And they just don't have enough consistent minutes amongst the players together to really hmm. make an impact against a team like Villa. Unai Emery is gonna, I don't know, I don't know, whatever tactic he comes up with, he's gonna tune to bits. But I guess that's our Chelsea run up there. Yeah, I don't want three one to Villa. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, just looking over the fixtures of the weekend, we pretty much went into North London Derby in pretty good detail. Liverpool play West Ham. Um, should be a pretty fun game. I've really liked West Ham and, and the form they've been in. Um, you know, their, their their midfield rebuild after after Rice leaving is really impressive. Very good. Very good. Love it. But uh, you guys should win. It's an Anfield. Don't lose. Yeah. What's up with Kelleher? Y'all loaned him out? Is he still in the squad? Um. Yeah, he played today. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he's, um, you know, he's always had a lot of promise to him, and I've seen him play for Ireland as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, he has competition with Bazunu. He's also a good keeper. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I do expect a little bit more from him, and I can't lie, at this point in his career, even though I, I like having him as, you know, our second, um, he, he I feel like it's better for his development if he leaves and goes to play for another and get more, way more minutes. No? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how. I mean, I I know you guys are linked with him in the summer, but you guys got your yeah. We got our keeper now. Yeah, exactly. That's why I so didn't know if anyone else was in for him. I thought we had a little bit of competition, but it just seems like it, the bidding was short bidding. It's almost like his agent was trying to get a get a get his name out there or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I think it's best for his development to leave and go play at another club. Yeah. Not Luton or Burnley, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like I, I need yeah. him to go and 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 start just like uh, Bazuna's doing now. Yeah. Like it, it's it's only best for his career, and um, I actually do want him to be good. I want him to be better. So uh, we'd obviously need to get another keeper. But yeah, that's that's what's yeah. happening, Keller. So listeners, we also got. Uh, let's just round up the weekend. We got one more. I'm gonna talk about one more game, but other games where we got Sheffield United versus Newcastle. Uh, Brighton versus Bournemouth, Burnley, Man U, Brentford, Everton, Manchester City versus Nottingham, Luton Town versus Wolves, mid-off. And I mm. think Luton might actually be able to pick up um, their first points of the season in that game. Um, but the last game I want to talk about, two teams that are 
kind of impressed with at the start of the season. Crystal Palace Fulham. Oh, that sounds fun. That, that actually like doesn't sound. Game. That does actually sound all right. Yeah. I, Ninth and tenth on the table, by the way. Real mid-table yeah, class here. I hope Crystal Palace come out with something there. Really do. Yeah. Is is yeah. I, I I don't know. I didn't watch them. Um. I don't think Olise's back yet. So. Yeah. When he comes back, they're going to be a different beast. But I will say, IU on the right side was looking very impressive for the games that I've seen. Yes. Which is. Yes, Andrew. If, if you knew me, you know that means something because I do not rate him. <laughs> I do not, I do not rate that player. He, he, he me, he's changed my mind a little bit this season. So, uh, I, I actually that sounds like a great game. Good shout, good shout. Absolutely, I'm just excited about these teams. Really like them. Yeah, um, I love Eze. I think... He's one of my favorite players right now. That's not on, you know, a uh, uh, big. What are we? Big six. Yeah. Did Fulham finish uh, ninth last season? I know they were top ten. Okay, so that's awesome. I want to see like kind of where they go because I don't think they got better, but you know that yeah, doesn't mean that doesn't that great. doesn't mean you're like worse, you know. Like Spurs lost no. Kane and are fine, you know. Yeah, no, 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 definitely not. I mean, I think they play their football. Yeah. Um, and I also think um they've had some a little bit unfortunate stuff happen to them. That Tim Ream red card was a little crazy. Yeah, and they had a tough start to the year. I mean, to be honest, Sheffield they got the win, but after that you had Arsenal, Brentford, Wolves. Um, you know, Brentford tough game, especially at the at the right G Tech, and yeah. uh, and and but they beat they beat Wolves handedly in the next game. But obviously Villa are a better team than them, so I guess painted a little bit. <laughs> for sure, for sure, they sure did, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, but Eduard's in good form, so that's something that's cool that we don't get to say often. I don't want to talk about that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that player, man. Um, it's cool that he's scoring goals for them right now. So that's that's all I'll say. Good for them. I'm so good off that bid. I'm so good. I think I think they. Yeah. I thought they were going to get somebody. I thought. Oh yeah, during the during the window, I saw them linked with Ihi and Nacho, and I was excited. Yeah. I was excited. I know it's not like I, people are gonna hear that and be like, "Dude, Ihi and Nacho, are you serious?" But yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I am serious. I think that would have been great to see Absolutely. him in the mix up there, you know, with Olise, you know, Eze. They got they got some people I'm, I'm excited about. I, I love I love that squad. You know I do. I've been really looking forward to seeing Crystal Palace. I love them with Vieira. Still wish, um, not necessarily wish he was there, but I, I really liked when he was. And I love Hodgson. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I love Crystal Palace. Hopefully they come out with a win. I want to see them do good. And the Absolutely. players that they have, I, I also want to see get better. Yeah, Fulham have had a good start to the year. Their big wins, notably, are Everton at Goodison. They beat them. Um, they lost 3-0 to fucking Brentford, but, I mean, Brentford are actually a good team this year. So, they also have an important point at Arsenal and uh, when they get excluded, although a little bit less uh, dramatic. Although, yeah. experts Carlos Vinicius scoring the winner in that game. All right. Is that it? <laughs> I think we can leave it there. All right. I'm fine with that. All right, well. Well, that's been the Size 5 Pod. Make sure to follow us on socials at Size 5 Pod. Make sure to check out Honest.Works on Instagram. They keep us freshly fitted. Go do it. Buy some shorts. At Campaign Jordy, he did that work. We got some new art coming soon for you guys. Stay tuned. It's coming. If you're here, (laughs) comment. New art on the way. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for uh, uh, holding us down. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll definitely see you next time. Uh, we're going to keep churning them out this season. And, yes. Uh, 
But yeah, once again, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we'll be back next week with a recap of the North London Derby and uh, Champions League Week 2. See y'all.